Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hi, I'm Tony Hendra. Welcome to our September remix. Yes, this is the only night of the month we take off. From our restless search for the finest satire on Earth. And for a self-driving car that will also have sex with you. So away we go with the final edition Radio Hour. Man on the street! North Korea accidentally let the world see its internet, and the country only has 28 websites. The final edition asked the man on the street, what do you think? Hey, I mean, uh, 28 that you've seen, but there's 30 others that are all porn. One of them is Ask Jeeves. I think my favorite website is North Korean Farmers Only, because you don't have to be lonely. It's just one website. It's Priceline.com, and the other 27 are all the pop-up ads that come up when you try to use it. One website is a picture of cats, and the other 27 are how to cook those cats. North Korean Internet, the only internet with no cookies. This just seems like some more scare tactics. They probably only have 25 websites, but they're trying to scare us by saying they have more. Their viral videos are just actual videos that have a real virus. I heard they're going to launch a new website pretty soon. They've been testing it. Yeah, but every time they launch it, it just crashes into the sea of China. Thanks for visiting North Korea. If you liked your trip, check us out on Yelp, write a review, say that we're not terrible, and that we will kill all Americans. Deport the Muslims! Bill, can you come to the front door, please? Now! What is it, Hillary? There's a basket on our stoop, and inside are tiny, ugly humans. Build that wall! Back, bitches! Oh. My. God. It's a basket of deplorables! Oh, it's a bunch of Trump supporters. They're kind of cute. Bill, get rid of them! But they need a home. I can't raise these freaks. Who you calling a freak? Yeah, lock her up! Lock her up! Lock her up! God, they're awful. And they all smell like Slim Jims. Now, Hillary, we Democrats are supposed to accept all people, no matter how racist they are. I'd rather flush these mutants down the toilet. Well, just hold this cute little trucker for a sec. Isn't he something? Hey, Crooked Hillary! Drink this! Ugh! 
Bill, he peed all over me. He's from Texas. He can't help it. Get rid of them. These inbred freaks are about to give me another seizure. Fine. Come with me, guys. I think I know a good place for you. What's this? Melania, come quick. What is it, sweetie? It's a basket of adorable little racist, sexist, and xenophobes. Kill Muslims! All lives matter! Fat bitches! Aw, they have the best words. Oh, Donald, they're adorable. Can we keep them? I raised them as if they were my own. Come on in, little freaks. Trump! 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 Hey, Donald, can I get some money to see the doctor? I have this real bad rash. Get the hell out. (laughs) After the Hillary email leaks, security breaches have been going out left and right. We go now live to a press conference where a man is coming in via satellite claiming that he has secret Snapchats of major celebrities. He is holding said press conference to discuss, quote, his demands. I will release the tapes if my demands are not met. And I have things. I have great things. Uh, Andy McDonald, New York Times. Look, it's Snapchat. How bad could it be? How bad? What about my Snapchat sex tape with Nicki Minaj? Check out what I'm working with, Nicki Minaj. Really? 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 Mike Terrence, Daily Mail. Look, how are we supposed to know if this is just an empty threat? That could have been faked. Could it be fake? Maybe. But I for one think this is an actual Snapchat from Miley Cyrus. Y'all, I've been barbecuing for like, like 20 hours. I don't think I can light this barbecue. Guys, I... I lit my eyebrows on fire. Harvey Feierstein, not a reporter, just curious. How are you sure you aren't being tracked by the police now? They could be right outside your door. Cybercrime is up, gentlemen and ladies. Hackers rule the planet with an iron fist. How else could I obtain this? A Snapchat of Katie Holmes reliving her favorite moments on the creek. Dawson, I... I'll probably be stupid enough to wait forever. On my own... Pretending you're subscribing. Or this, Sophia Vergara getting into a fistfight at McDonald's. You don't think I care about fashion? I name my child Manolo. That's more than I can say for your shirt that makes it look like you play football for American Eagle. Or Jennifer Aniston making a smoothie. Well, first you add the ice, honey. Then, well, I do bananas, but, you know, to each their own. They'll never catch me. And my program's always running. Combing the internet, gathering more and more private Snapchats. Ooh, look, Emma Stone. They wonder where I am when I'm not shooting. Tell them I'm here, busting open crimes. I'm Emma Stone, bitch. Wait, wait, that's my door. Emma Stone, don't go in here. No, no, I'm Emma Stone, bitch. Well, I know what'll be my Snapchat daily replay. Oh, no, wait, that cat video. Well, maybe they'll do it again. A message from the Republican National Committee. Fear. Fear, 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 f
fear. 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 Fear, 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 fear. Fear, 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 fear. Fear, 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 fear. Fear. A message from the Republican National Committee. As recent polls have suggested that GOP presidential candidate Donald Trump may lose to Hillary Clinton in the general election, many have speculated what will be the next move for the billionaire real estate mogul should he lose. Well, it turns out that Mr. Trump himself has been preparing for a possible loss this year and has attempted to lay out potential opportunities, including auditioning for the long-running TV comedy show Saturday Night Live. We here at the final edition have procured exclusive audio of Mr. Trump's audition at the famed 30 Rockefeller home of SNL. Here it is. Hey, I'm outstanding at sketch comedy. I'm going to be the best SNL cast member of all time, okay? You want some impressions? Here are some impressions. My first impression is Hillary Clinton. Hey, everyone. I'm Hillary Clinton, better known as Crooked Hillary. You see... I'm the best at playing Hillary Clinton, okay? Pathetic Kate McKinnon is just not believable. Sad. Here's another impression. Jay-Z. Hey, I'm Jay-Z. I have a lot of money. See that? I understand better than anyone how to play Jay-Z because I also have a lot of money, okay? You think loser Jay Farrow would understand? Of course not. That's why you fired him, right? Sad. I can also do the weekend update desk. Here's a fantastic joke. President Crooked Hillary flew to Israel this week in Air Force One. Donald Trump was quoted as saying, Air Force One, more like number two if you catch what I mean. Okay, you see, I'm the greatest at being witty, yet topical at the same time. You really want to settle for overrated clown Colin Jost and that black dummy? Please. I would thank you for your time, but really, you should be thanking me for my amazing comedy. Okay? Regardless of the outcome at the ballot box in November, it's fairly certain that Donald Trump will be appearing in the next season of either SNL, Dancing with the Stars, or CNBC's American Greed. If you're looking for an experienced heart surgeon, you have a lot of people to choose from. But they all have one thing in common. Virtually every experienced heart surgeon has lost a patient. All experienced heart doctors literally have blood on their hands. That's why you should come to me, Dr. Larry Merkin. I have no experience at all. No patient of mine has ever died or lived a perfect record. Call 555-1212 and ask information for the phone number for Larry Merkin. Larry Merkin is not accredited by the American Medical Association. This is the same Larry Merkin who ran for Senate, President, and Attorney General as a Washington outsider, even though you can't actually run for Attorney General. So let me do your heart operation. When I tell you this has never happened before, I'll mean it. I like it here. Not as hot as hell but also lacks that excessive cheerfulness of heaven. (laughs) You know what they say about purgatory. Wait for it. Well, 4222225, don't get too comfortable. Your wait is almost over. You know, if I weren't between lives, 
I'd say the suspense was killing me. Ha ha. I'm sending you down to be reborn on Earth so now that in 2016, you can be the American president. God, I don't know what to say. I'm honored. You should be. It's always an important job, but in 2016, it will be crucial for the future of the world. Got it. Will I have a big dick? You should know. You'll be rather wealthy. Awesome. About my dick. And by the time you become a candidate, you'll have been embarrassed in the media. Oof. Oof. I'm just gonna need an answer on that dick thing. The presidency is not about how big your dick is. It's about what you do with it. I'm just thinking, if it's big, I can do more with it. No, not what you do with your dick. What you do with your presidency. Yes, yes. I'm just saying, all the presidents up to 2016 will have pretty good-sized dicks. One of them was even named Dick. That's true, but sometimes the world needs change. It's okay. I can handle not having the biggest dick in presidential history. As long as the guy before me isn't a black guy. God, I've got to follow a black president? You've got to be kidding me. What about my education? At least tell me I've gone to Harvard, Princeton, or Yale. God? When you are college age, they won't let you in. Oh my God. I'm black. Oh, yes. I'll have a huge dick. Stop perpetuating stereotypes. That's what I'm trying to change. You won't be black. Oh. What? So, I won't get into those schools because why? I'm just a shitty student? No, you were a phenomenal student. Okay, what? Am I going to be a criminal or something? No, the Ivies had no problem educating criminals. It's much worse than that. You're going to be a woman. No! The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. Man on the street! The health of the candidates has become an issue in the presidential race. The Final Edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? That's why I follow every candidate around with a rectal thermometer. This is the first election I'm actually excited for, because these candidates are sick. You know, I don't think it's fair that only Hillary is supposed to disclose her pap smears. Hillary Clinton died after 30 days in office for giving a speech without wearing a coat. You know who wouldn't be having health issues right now? 96-year-old Bernie Sanders. Oh, coughing. Oh, what a sign of a tough Marlboro man, huh? But Hillary coughs, and she's not a Marlboro woman, is she? She's just so week. I bet she's having her period right now. I am. President Clinton, he, he was like filling in for Hillary and he actually mistook, instead of saying that she had pneumonia, said she had the flu. Yeah, that's crazy. He's usually so good at playing doctor. Hillary got sick? Jeez, I shouldn't have French kissed her.
please rise for the honorable judges at dinner. So then I said, and Mr. Donaldson, remember, you are under oath. Order, 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 order. order. Oh, being a judge is the best job ever. Am I right, guys? Order, order, order. order. But not as good as the choice to come to Chili's for our recess. So many great Tex-Mex options. Hello, welcome to Chili's. I'm going to take your order. Are you going to record the order? I'll write it down. But will you record it? Yes, I'll record the order. Order, 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 order. order, order, order. Sort of. Here's the order in which we'll order. Mathis, Franklin, me. Come back to me. I'm not sure what to order. Objection. Mathis, you're not ready to order. That will mess up our ordering order. Order, order, order. I'll just go first and Franklin can go after me in the order. Order, 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 order. order, order. Whoever. I'll order the black and blue burger with an order of fries. Adjourn. Where are you going? I think my butt just ordered up a number two. Order. 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 Let me get an order of the quesadillas. Mathis, you're up. Objection. I'm still not sure what to order. You've been so disorderly today. Just order already. Order, order, order. Don't order me to make my order. I'm not ready. Sustained. Order, order, order. order. Can I order porterhouse ribs? But I'm not sure if I want to order the full porter order or the half porter order. Full Full porter porter order. 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 And I'll also have the water. What? Sorry, I meant water. Great. So that's a burger, quesadillas, water, and ribs. Objection. That's not the order. You've got our order in, out of order. Whatever. Your honors, the bathroom was out of order. Is it one of those ones that you need a quarter for? Sometimes they seem out of order unless you use a quarter. 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 This has been Judges at Dinner. Quarter. 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 Good morning, heroes, and welcome to Faithercise. Today, I'm going to work your ass to shape your ass so you can get out there and kick some ass. Yes! Okay, sugar bears, let's get sweaty and get tight. Yes! It's all about the glutes. We're going to squat, then stand, then kneel, then stand, then kneel, then stand, all class long. Get the music ready. Here we go. All I need from you is blind allegiance, unquestioned loyalty, and violent self-righteousness. Hit it! And up. And down. And up. And down. Up. Get up, you communists! And down, you dirty heathens! And up, and down. Okay, guys, people are about to break for lunch. If we want our message to be heard, now's the time. You have your signs? Yep, Yep. got them. Cool. Here they come. Follow my lead. No more senseless violence! Only sensible violence! Protect sensible violence! Wait, what did you just say? Protect sensible violence. That's not why we're here. But you said, no more senseless violence. Exactly. Well, if something isn't senseless, it's sensible, right? Yeah, okay, that is true, but... I think I know what you're getting at. Thank you, Roger. It's not about violence that is senseless or sensible. You just want violence that makes sense. What would violence that makes sense... You know, I don't want to (sighs) know. Maybe I wasn't specific enough. How about no more violent shootings? Yeah. All right. Cool. 
stop the violent shootings. Only peaceful shootings. Whoa, 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 guys. We're against shootings. All shootings. All of them. Shootings are bad. Sorry, I, I didn't read the whole Facebook post. I just saw that a lot of my friends had liked it. This girl I'm into gave it that heart icon. Thought she'd be here. Yeah, there were like 400 people who liked the post. Yeah, they're not here. They're so against people dying that they'll give a whole click in support. Oh, so no death. That's our thing. Yes, no death. That's our thing. I can get behind that. Great. We're never gonna die. We're gonna live forever. Guys, everyone's gonna die. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where did that come from? Yeah, this protest really took a negative turn. Hey, defend sensible violence is trending. Awesome. No, not... And hashtag peaceful shootings. And hashtag gentle. And hashtag gentle violence. Why would you post that? Um, it's trending. I've never been happier that I don't own a gun. You wanted to see me? Yes. I need a status report on the attacks in New York. Much success. Much success. We instilled so much terror in the hearts of the infidels. I need numbers. 29 people injured, whisked away to the hospital, shrieking in agony. Good. Thousands of New Yorkers living in fear. It's a city on edge. Literally, thousands of people are scared shitless. How many died? So far? Yes, so far. How many dead? Well, none yet. None? What do you mean, none? The bombs weren't really that powerful. Uh, We had... Two pressure cookers! Technically one. The other was a dud. Oh, fuck! But we did make great terror. Look look at this New York Post headline. A city on edge. Mission accomplished, if you ask me. Not mission accomplished. Pretty good. Not pretty good. Not bad. Not not bad. Very bad. Very, very bad. What about the other bombs? The other bombs? The bomb that the Marine Corps race in the town full of prostitutes! Oh, the New Jersey bombs. Yes! How many Marines and prostitutes were blown to bits? Uh, also none. Also none?! The, the bombs went off before the race started. I trusted you to take the lead on these lone wolf operations! Yes, yes, and I appreciate that very much, sir. This has been an amazing opportunity. Your mission failed. Technically, we did scare a lot of people, sir. Many, many people ran for their lives like babies. You see, as terrorists, creating terror is our thing. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what we did. And now we can pat ourselves on the back, toot our own horns, stick feathers in our caps, throw fig leaves over our shoulders, high five, low five, up high, down low, and everything in between. Because we did it. We should be really, really proud of what we set out to accomplish. I will kill you! You're pointing a gun at me, sir. What about our shooter in Minnesota? How many people did he kill? Uh, Well, he only had a knife. Donald Trump had muted reactions when Hillary Clinton fell ill. But in unrelated news, Trump has come out in favor of pneumonia. Look at pneumonia. It's a very strong disease. Very strong. Whether you like it or you don't like it, it's doing a fantastic job making people sick. I respect pneumonia. I really do. Mr. Trump, pneumonia recently praised you as a, quote, talented person 
and, quote, the absolute leader of the presidential race. Your reaction? Well, it's always a great honor to be so nicely complimented by such a highly respected disease. But a compliment from a deadly physical condition, doesn't that make you look bad? Look, I have no relationship with pneumonia, other than it called me a genius, and rightly so. They didn't actually call you a genius. Rightly so. It said Donald Trump is a genius, and he's going to be the leader of the party, and he's going to be the leader of the world, or something. Would you at least ask pneumonia to stay out of the election? I'm not going to tell pneumonia what to do. Why would I tell it what to do? Look, I got to know pneumonia very well when we were on 60 Minutes together. We had fantastic ratings. And wouldn't it be good if we actually got along with diseases? Wouldn't it actually be a positive thing? I think I'd have a good relationship with pneumonia. We will be back right after this. Thank you so much. Hi, welcome back to the final edition Radio Hour and Segment C, our regular comedy, comment and critique corner. My guest today is Jeff Chrysler co-producer of a new album from the final edition in conjunction with the National Lampoon. Are there any triggers here tonight? Jeff, welcome. Thanks, Tony. It's great to be here. Even though you are not here, but 70-odd miles away. You know, folks, although Jeff and I have co-produced almost 200 episodes of the Final Edition Radio Hour over the last four years, thanks to the miracle of the internet and remote collaboration, we've never actually laid eyes on each other. I think it's better that way. Don't you, Jeff? Well, yes. I mean, in the future, everyone will have 15 minutes of not seeing each other. Yes, indeed. So, Jeff, tell us, um, how did Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight come about? What are you talking about, Tony? You were on the group email. Yes, I know how it came about, but they don't. Our listeners? Oh, right. I forget about the listeners sometimes because they never write, they never call, they never rate, review, or share our stuff. Anyway, basically, it's a lot of math. See, we pretty much make an album every week with these shows, but I'd say 99% of our stuff is kind of crap. Rate, review, and share. So if there's just 1% of 200 shows, that's about two shows. So we took that gold and said, let's sell it. What? That, that's, that's not... What are, you, what are you talking about? Okay, fine, fine. Most of our stuff is great. In fact, all of our stuff is great. In fact, we decided to do an album, and we actually had too much good material. Then, if you remember, you and I started focusing on this ongoing commentary about safe spaces and trigger warnings and how comedy can't offend anyone, and there was a Charlie Hebdo incident and protests, and we just looked at everything happening in the world and in comedy, and we found our voice. We found what this album could be about. Our setups, our bits, the continuity, the whole thing sort of came together from that, and it is what it is. Well, I think that's a magnificent statement of what Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight um, stands for and contains. So why don't we get down to brass tacks, as it were. What would you say are your favorites, your personal favorites on the album, from the final edition of the National Lampoon? The album being Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? The title is indeed, Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? Yes. The, the album that's available on CD Baby iTunes and the final edition.com. That very one. Uh, I happen to love the Isis is not gay sketch. Okay, well, let's listen to Isis is not gay. 
Hello, we are the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. Some people call us ISIS. But you shouldn't. You should call us the Islamic State because we are all Muslims from now on. Don't look at those other Muslims. And whatever you do, don't call us ISIS. And don't call us gay. We are not gay. We are proud kings of the entire Muslim world, no matter what the entire Muslim world says. We are every Muslim united against the United States. Except right now, we are all Muslims united against other Muslims. But forget those other Muslims. Especially the women. Yeah. Just call us the entire Islamic State. And don't call us the Islamic State of Abu and Rahman. We are more than just two guys. Two guys who hang out with each other and hate women and are not gay. Don't call us gay. Do not call us the gay Islamic state of two gay guys having the gay sex. What we do is not sex. It is training. Innocent, naked training. So, to summarize, we are all Muslims, so do not believe all those other Muslims who say we are not. And we are not repressed gay men who are cutting off the heads instead of masturbating each other. Though we are also masturbating each other. It is training. So, Jeff, what actually appeals to you about this, uh, other than the fact that it might get you killed? That is one of the appealing things about it, to be honest. I think it's fantastic to poke a stick directly in the eye of the most vile of anti-satire organizations out there. And the only way to deal with them is satirically, don't you think? I believe so, because, you know, laughing at people is, as we've discussed in many others, the best way to bring them down. And it certainly worked for Charlie Hebdo. So what else do you like on the album? Uh, I like the piece that's uh, sort of about American ISIS, the New York Police Department. So we're saying that the New York Police Department is similar to ISIS? Well, I would say it's not really, but it seemed like a nice you know, way but to tie it together. But is that because they're not gay? or It's because they have a certain strict set of standards by which they expect other people to behave in relation to themselves. Well, I can't disagree with that. Let's take a listen to the... PSA for the NYPD. This is a public service announcement from the New York City Police Department. Nationwide, young black men are 21 times more likely to be killed than young white men during police stops. Yet, despite this grave danger, people still risk publicly pointing out that young black men are 21 times more likely to be killed than young white men during police stops. This is just the kind of thing that gets young black men killed during police stops. If you are tempted to criticize police for stop-and-frisk policies, shooting unarmed civilians, and arrest quotas that many people say exist despite overwhelming evidence that they exist, please remember, most police officers are good at their jobs. But the New York City Police Union representative Pat Lynch is basically a child. So, when you're on the road, or at a protest rally, or just sitting around at home where you don't think anyone can hear you, please resist the urge to criticize police. Remember, one critical remark can change your life. And that's all it's going to change. Well, I think I've already got a pretty good idea of your opinion of the NYPD, Jeff. So let's just go right along to um, your third and last favorite piece from the uh, album, Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? Well, keeping everything in the same sort of vein, like a thematic thing, you've got ISIS, you've got gay sex, you've got American authority and security. I happen to love the piece we did after the CIA admitted that they forced anal feedings in order to get information from people that were starving themselves, and it was called Shea Rectal. Shea Rectal, yes. Um, you do seem to have a sort of focus here on gayness. Authority and butts. I like authority butts, and I cannot lie. I see. Well, well, okay, very well. Then let's listen to and lap up, as it were, Shea Rectal. Oh, this does look like a fancy restaurant. How did you hear about it? It's the restaurant that the CIA opened to prove that their practice of forced rectal feeding was not torture. So, 
all the food goes up your butt? Come on, just try it. The website I saw gave it two thumbs up. Way up. My friend ate here. Well, technically, he didn't eat. Hmm, did he recommend anything? Yes, stay away from the swordfish. Ah, here we go. Welcome to Shea Rectal. Do you have a reservation? Uh, no, we don't. No problem. We can squeeze you in. It's what we do. <laughs> ah, table for two right over here. Please sit down while you still can. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Honey, I'm sure they've heard it all. We don't mind. If our customers can take it, so can we. The wine list is there on the back page of your menu, under rectal hydration. Honey, white or red? Oh, it all comes out red. If you're adventurous, you might order a carafe. Ah, <sighs> water's fine. I think we'll go straight to dinner. As you wish. Although, before your main entree, we do recommend having a tossed salad. Oh, I'll go for that. But of course. Mm. Oh, oh my. Oh, yes. Oh, oh God, that is good. Oh, yes. Wait, what, what's that in your hand? <clears throat> uh, ground pepper. Oh, 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 Jesus! That's enough! That's enough! Well, honey, you've got to try this. I'll, uh, have the soup. Thank you. Oh, oh, ooh! Careful, it's hot. And what would Madam like for the main course? You know, I could never stomach the thought of frog's legs, but here, stomach has nothing to do with it. I'll try them. And I'll have the lobster tail. Sixteen ounces good. A Twenty ounces better. Ah, what the hell? Twenty ounce it is. Here you go. Oh, god damn it! Oh, Jesus Christ! No, no, please! Oh, waiter, can I get some melted butter, please? But of course, here we are. Oh, oh, oh my yes. That's oh, that's much better, thank you. Oh yeah. Oh, my yes, honey. How are the frog legs? Chicken! Baked potato, anyone? Uh, mashed, please. Uh, do you have risotto? <laughs> I hope you folks save room for dessert. We have cheesecake. You know what? I am full. Sweetie, split it with me? Honey, you always say the cheesecake goes straight to your butt. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're done here. And how was everything? I know you say it's not torture, but we're ready to confess. <clears throat> We were both planning to bomb JFK Airport. Airport. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Both of them. But of course. Hello, and welcome back to the final edition Radio Hour and Segment C, our comedy comment and critique corner. My guest today is Tony Hendrick, co-producer of a new album from the final edition in conjunction with the National Lampoon, Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? It's now on sale wherever good albums are found. Tony, welcome. It's great to still be here. I mean that quite literally. Oh, that's good to hear, Tony. You've got a lot of great satire left in you. Uh, now, Tony, we've been listening to my take on the new album from the final edition in conjunction with the National Lampoon, but now it's time to get yours. And I'd say the question on everyone's earbuds is, 
What the hell does this new album have to do with the National Lampoon? Well, the National Lampoon, as is probably common knowledge, was for some 20 years run into the ground and under it by a sequence of morons and criminals. And it ended up in a very bad place, putting its name on absolutely grade C straight-to-video movies and even, at one point, having a comedy cruise in the Caribbean. So when it was taken over by its current proprietors, one of their first jobs and uh, obligations they felt was to rebrand the National Lampoon or refurbish the brand, if you prefer, and try to get it back to where it was in its glory years. And the only difficulty with that was that they had no creative content providers, as we are called. And at the same time, I had approached them to revive a show which I produced in the 70s called Lemmings. And it just seemed like good timing that the two of us the National Lampoon and the Final Edition should start working together. So it's also quite logical that since the National Lampoon needs creative content to rebuild itself and creative content which is commensurate with that which we did back in the glory days 40 years ago, it also seemed natural that they would become co-producers and co-presenters with us on this album. So that's why it says National Lampoon presents the final editions. Are there any triggers here tonight? And it can truly be said, since I was one of the original editors of the National Lampoon, that this is material which, in my opinion, is every bit as good as the material we produced back then. I think you are right. That was our attempt. And all along the final edition, I, I've, I've joined up so that we could have that spirit. Hopefully our next album can be called The Final Edition in conjunction with Van Wilder Presents... <laughs> Stuff that never should air. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, this is really superb. This album, Are There Any Triggers Tonight? I am very proud of it. Could you tell me uh, some of your favorites from the album? Well, yes, I have actually many favorites, but um, a couple of my favorites on the first side, which offends this small Ohio college at which we are purportedly appearing, is possibly the more genial of the three sides, as we call them, and yet it still triggers all kinds of horrible feelings on their part and and a very negative reaction, which is in itself hilarious. So here's a couple of uh, items that I particularly like from this side. One is the Bernie Sanders sex tape. Let's play it. A scandal has hit Bernie Sanders after video emerged of Sanders more than 40 years ago starring in a pornographic movie. The 1973 one-reeler was called Vermont Me, You Vixen, billed as, quote, the film that leaves you screwed, blued, and Jewed. Sanders was characteristically forthright talking to reporters about the film. I insisted my female co-stars make the same pay I did. And I made sure even the fluffer got health care. In the movie, Sanders went by the show business name Rock Hard. But see if you can spot a young Bernie Sanders finding his voice in this clip. I am so horny here in Vermont, real maple syrup no longer satisfies me. Who could that be? Hello, I have come to deliver your pizza. And although you and I have never met and perhaps have basic areas of disagreement on sex positions and doing anal, we might have common ground in our mutual horniness and our desire to reform the corporate tax system. And maybe, just maybe, we can bang. Oh, baby, if I take out my giant titties and must your hair, do you promise never to comb it for the rest of your life? I will make and keep. That promise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, keep your okay. sweater on. Oh, yeah. I have come, and now I must make you come equally. 
Yeah. Oh, here I go. Oh. I am experiencing enormous pleasure from this encounter. Free health care. Oh, yes. <laughs> this condom was free. It is government issued. Tony, what is it that you like best about that? Is it taking down of uh, Bernie Sanders as a pure figure, or is it just old people having sex? Um, well, of course, he's not um, hes not old in this. this. This was from 40 years ago, so he would be in his 30s, and therefore presumably a rambunctious young stud always at the ready. But what I like about it is that his, uh, his whole demeanor is, is exactly as he is now. And I believe, even back then, that Bernie Sanders would, had he done a sex tape, sound and speak exactly like this. Well, I, I consider this less satire than historical record. What is your next exactly. What is your next favorite piece? Well, my next favorite, and this is obviously because I have a great deal of Irish in this in this aging frame, is really my favorite on this side, which is Abby Parker's quite brilliant parody of Enya. I'm going to be honest with you, Tony. I think this is one of the dumber pieces on our album, and I mean that in the best of ways. It is just so I can't. It's let's just play it. Celtic Winds is proud to present this St. Patrick's Day. Enya. Singing the classic songs of Ireland, don't you know? Hear her transform songs like Danny Boy. And it's a long way to Tipperary. As well as old favorites like Old Mare's Arse. Forgive me, Father, I had a wee bit too much to drink the other night. Fiddlesticks! Away with you! Where's your sack of potatoes? And old foggy bum! your tickets today Tony that was that was very moving it is moving is it not it's uh, some of the most beautiful Celtic music I've ever heard it reaches me right to my fundaments that's disgusting and I think it's a good time to point out like I think it was true with my choice of Shea Rectal our stuff we're not preaching yes we have some points to make but we are sort of absurd and ridiculous and I think nothing shows that better than Enya singing the Irish classics indeed and uh, do you have a final piece that we can try to fit in to this well segment? this is self-serving in the degree that I actually wrote this piece but I think this is one of the best pun titles I've ever come up with it is uh, called Copophilia and it is a trailer for a television series about a particular kind of cop. Play it. Coming this fall from all three networks, it's Copophilia, yet another searing drama about Americans' crazy, doomed, but unending love affair with cops. James Franco stars as Officer Lou Stiggy Stiglitz, yet another bipolar, sociopathic, trigger-happy, but always endearing cop who strews bullet-riddled corpses, ruined lives, and routine injustices in his wake the way a snake sheds skins, and always comes out smelling like an endearingly battered week-old rose. Hey, officer, how can I have a career in law enforcement? Get your hands on the car, you fucking dirtbag. What you got in your pocket? A fucking gun? 
He's got a fucking gun. No, no, uh, you you put it there. Ah, mommy, mommy. <laughs> Good job, Stiggy. Keep these numbers up. You'll make lieutenant. Like you say, Captain. Forget the law. It's all about enforcement. Copophilia, the series that brings you the heartwarming inside story of the brave men and occasional deluded female who 24-7, 365 are ready and willing to put their lives on the line for one another. I saw you plant that gun on the kids, Diggy. I'm going to IA. Tell you how it works, Cadet Cody. One of us kills a perp, sugar. We all kill the motherfucker. Ever hear about the one rotten apple in the barrel? Yeah, and you're it. That ain't the way it is, sweetie. One good apple in the barrel spoils it for the rest of us apples. One good apple in the barrel is a fucking rat. Jesus, you just shot her in cold blood. Uh Uh-uh, motherfucker. You did. Copophilia, the show that brings you the enduring truth that any police force in any society embodies the darkest, cruelest, and stupidest prejudices that society harbors and whitewashes them so clean you love those boys and babes in blue. Excuse me, officer. Um, Can you tell me the way to the Statue of Liberty? I'm eating. Go fuck yourself. You know, you people are the same everywhere. Back home, we call you lot the filth. Get your fucking hands in the car, you limey faggot. What do you got in your pocket? Probably the gun you're about to put there. Mommy! Copophilia, yet another exciting, engrossing telenarcotic series from yet another craven network that brings you yet another flawed but lovable version of your own collective lizard brain. Cops, you gotta love them on Copophilia. Well, Tony, that was that was great. I think that uh, we've discovered some new themes. One is that we hope that the police. And Isis and Enya never hear our album. <laughs> yeah, but I also think that the, the use of triggers in this particular sketch is obviously the kind of triggers that we should really be warning people about. The 300 million triggers in this country with itchy fingers on them. So the trigger warnings seem pretty trivial compared to that. Well, yes. That may be a serious point, but satire does have a serious point. It does. Don't take us so seriously that you try to kill us. Or at least give us a trigger warning before you. Anyway, this was segment C, the comedy comment and critique corner of the final edition Radio Hour. Thank you, Jeff. Pull up your pants, we're back! It's the final edition Radio Hour! Mayberry, it was America's hometown, peopled by unforgettable icons of rural life. But whatever became of all those people as rural America changed and decayed over the years. I decided to go back and find out. The result is a searing documentary I call Return to Mayberry, Harvest of Fucked Up Hillbillies. As addiction to synthetic prescription painkillers became a curse in rural America, one of those who got hooked the hardest was Sheriff Andy Griffith's own young son, Opie Oid. Aw, gee willikers, Pop. I sure would like to go down to the fishing hole and all, but I haven't gone number two in a month and a half, 
and I've got abscesses in my crotch. And besides... Meanwhile, amid rampant poverty and drug use, Andy's Aunt Biatch had become a truck stop drug whore. What do y'all want? Up the ass is extra, and you gotta let me hit the crack pipe in the cab of the truck. Or, I'll suck you off for ten bucks. Oh, and it's an extra ten for every one of my teeth that falls out. The scourge of crystal meth hit Mayberry hard, and nobody had a worse habit than Deputy Sheriff Barney Fife. Andy, you should have listened to me. I tell you, those police radios were reading our minds, telling us what to think. I had to take the damn thing apart. Oh, and I did all right, along with the rest of that patrol car. Into pieces. All the parts are out back. Don't worry, they're in alphabetical order. Only Gomer Pyle got out, driven by economic desperation to join the military. After five tours of Afghanistan, he came back a broken man. Fortunately, he was able to find a measure of solace in the arms of his lover. Ooh, Gomi, why don't you let me give you another little haircut? Just a twin this time, sweetie. Come on, baby. Ooh, ooh. Let, let me get the scissors. Golly, Floyd, take it easy with all that stuff. If the townsfolk find out about us, they'll be surprised, surprised, surprised. I mean, Shazam, Floyd! Sadly, they were both murdered by Gomer's homophobic cousin, Goober. I document all of it in Return to Mayberry, Harvest of Fucked Up Hillbillies. And nobody knows the story better. You see, my name is Otis Campbell. After years in recovery, I left town... Otis! Otis Campbell, the town drunk? But I thought you were in the cell all these years, telling me to kill and dismember Sheriff Andy. I knew I shouldn't have listened. Oh, Otis, I'll give you a free blowjob if you let me smoke your liver. I'll cut it out. See my new documentary, Return to Mayberry, Harvest of Fucked Up Hillbillies. Get away from me! I escaped you people! You'll get yours, college boy, once Donald Trump is president. We now return to Overly General Hospital. We have a patient. What happened to them? I got really hurt in my body. Okay, we're going to have to bring him into a room and perform medical procedures on him. I heard what you said, doctor. I am replying, nurse. I need to see the person I'm related to. Do you know exactly what happened to him? Yes. He communicated with me that he got hurt at his job. What does he do? Something for work. I see. He's in a room down that hall. Medical staff are around him doing stuff, doctor. Which means we're the only two here. The sounds your mouth just made have reached my ears. Oh, female nurse, I still have emotions for you. Male doctor, I understand your feelings and feelings right now, but it was a complicated thing that happened. Yes, but that ended. It did. And now another complicated thing is happening. Yes, emotions and feelings. Feelings and emotions. Hey. Oh no, my twin! I didn't know you had someone who looked just like you! Well, there is. Me. And that doctor is someone else. You found me. I'm not who I was. I'm who I am. Remove that wig. (gasps) Oh, plot twist! Now we have an altercation. Hey, I'm still injured. Person who looks like me will have to put our specific disagreement aside 
and do doctor stuff. So saith the doctor oath. If If disagreements disagreements arise, you must must put those disagreements aside and do doctor stuff. Nurse, get this patient's information. I have his information in the form of charts. Let me put those in front of my eyes. Yes, just as my brain sends signals about. What do the symbols on the paper say? There are results on them. Oh, oh no, no not, not results. results. Will the patient get better? Will the medical professionals feel more emotions? Will we find out anyone's name? Find out next week on Overly General Hospital. Hey, Louise, just doing my rounds. How's the Golden Throne? Well, Hector, as you know, the Guggenheim Museum has installed an 18-carat solid gold toilet as an interactive work of art in a one-stall fourth-floor restroom. Museum patrons are welcome to use it, and uh, we've been hired as security guards to make sure uh, nobody tries anything. And, uh, you know, fill in the backstory. And you're doing a great job. Has everything been quiet? No. A guy just went in there a while ago, and uh, he's been making some suspicious sounds. Just listen. Oh! Oh! God, this is so hard! What does that sound like to you? Like uh, he's trying to break off a piece of toilet, right? I think you're right. I can't imagine what else it would be. Wait, there's more. Please! God, I need this so bad. Please, God. No doubt. He's trying to pry off a piece of the gold. This is where our training pays off. Oh, 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 yes. Yeah, there it is. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, yes. He's got a piece of gold. He's coming out. Hold it right there, buddy. We know what you did in there. Uh, Oh, yeah, look. (laughs) What can I say? Sorry about that. Oh, you'll be plenty sorry when you're doing time in Sing Sing. What you did in there was a felony, punishable by up to 20 years in prison. (laughs) Hey, guilty as charged, okay? But it wasn't my fault. I blame Chipotle. Don't get smart with us, scumbag. Louise, I'm going in to investigate. No, no! Don't go in there, please! Aha! Now let's see what you're trying to hide. What the... Uh, It's a trap! He left some sort of poison gas... My eyes! My skin! Everything is burning! Dude, I Uh, warned you! uh, I can't breathe! Hector, I'm coming in! No! It's too dangerous! Save yourself! My lungs! On fire! Officer down! Hector! (coughs) Tell my story. You killed Hector! Ma'am, I'm I'm, I'm sure he's just out from the fumes. Just wait up. Oh! I can't believe you just shot me for that! You're a monster. What you did was unforgivable! Yeah, Carpa? Well, I got no regrets. I'd do it again if I had to. It's not like I even had a choice. It's in my nature, I guess. Tell my ma I love her. She always told me I should eat more fiber. This is uh, Officer Gomez on Toilet Patrol. Better send a hazmat team up to four and, uh, uh, the coroner.
Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, Anne Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour, Bruce Cherry, Jim Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Hendrick, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hindra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC. Copyright 2014. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.